Nigerians have had enough of never-ending violence. I'm Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News, and I'll have more details and prayer needs in just a moment on that story. Later, Bible translation work begins for a people group who previously had no access to Christ. We'll unpack that story in just four minutes. First, demonstrators in Nigeria want President Muhammadu Buhari out after he admitted his failure to control an ongoing insurgency. Police used tear gas to break up protests in two major cities. Rebel fighters and Fulani herdsmen are behind Nigeria's current bloodshed, as well as larger groups like Boko Haram and the Islamic State. Greg Mulsiman with Voice of the Martyrs Canada says, Nigeria continues to be at the forefront. There's even just been a report, which actually I got from your website, that 1,400 Nigerian Christians have been murdered and 2,000 abducted just in the last four months. You know, Muslims also have been killed. In fact, I was just talking to somebody in Nigeria recently and, you know, you know, really emphasize, hey, it's not just Christians that are getting killed here. It's also Muslims who may be more moderate. Even if the popular rumors are true, experts say Nigeria's instability is unlikely to change. Abu Bakr Shakao reportedly committed suicide last month after being pursued by fighters from the Islamic State West African province. He's been leading uh, the Boko Haram. They're responsible for that. You know, the, the death of thousands and thousands of people. Join us in asking God to protect believers in Nigeria and throughout the region and pray they remain bold. Countries like Mali and Burkina Faso and Chad are also now getting caught in this terrorism and it is growing. Next, in 2014, Shafkat and Shagufta, a Christian-Pakistani couple, were sentenced to death for alleged text messages blaspheming Muhammad. After seven years on death row, they've now been acquitted due to a lack of evidence. The case against them was always flimsy, says Nehemiah of FMI. He knows the couple and neither can read or write. Plus, the text messages were written in English, a language they don't know at all. Nehemiah says, In many other cases, this case was also on on some personal grudges, and they just made it like they committed blasphemy. A higher court in Pakistan finally took notice of the plot against this couple. Unfortunately, the damage has already been done. The years in prison have taken a toll on the couple's health, and they've lived separately from family. I want to encourage people to pray for these couple for their safety and security once they're released from the jail. And we need to pray and remember all the prisoners of faith in Pakistan. Pray that God restore and fortify their spirits. The couple's still in prison right now, waiting to be let out. Nehemiah says militant Islamic groups within Pakistan could organize protests over their release. Their suffering at the hands of Muslims in power won't end with this decision. Ask God to give them unending grace and love. And we'll end today in Sudan, where more than 100 people groups have never heard about Jesus and have no access to his life-saving truth. But Christians from a formerly unreached people group, the Mausolite, began working with Unfolding Word last spring. Today, Unfolding Word CEO David Reeves says, Initially, we had heard there were six believers. Now I know that there's over 20 of them. They don't have any material in their language, and they need some pointers to do Bible translation. The pandemic put this project on hold for more than a year, but Reeves just returned from a meeting with Masalit believers. I went to Sudan to kind of begin meet them face-to-face to understand how we could help them. These leaders, they're very passionate about their country, their people. You will not stop them until you take their lives. They will go, go, and press, and press, moving ahead. Working alongside church networks in Chad, Unfolding Word will teach Masalite believers how to do church-centric Bible translation. There's a lot of logistics have to pull together for that workshop that starts in July. And there'll be four workshops before this year ends. Travel is not as easy as it once was. You know, the global COVID context makes it very complex 
So pray for travel mercies, logistics on the on the ground, good health for the teams. Find your place in the story at missionnews.org. Thanks for listening to Mission Network News, a service of One Way Ministries. MNN depends on you, our listener, for support to keep bringing you the news and helping you find your place in the story of the Great Commission. And when you give, you enable all of us to come together, appreciate great stories, experience breakthroughs, and build relationships. So would you consider joining us today? Look for links at missionnews.org. I'm Ruth Kramer.